as a veteran, small business owner, what can we do for you? What we can all do for all veteran business owners is promote each other. My main mission was to look at tools of technology to leverage small business and give them more of a competitive advantage. My mission for Red Arm Bargains is very simple, to help vets. That story in itself, to run for Vista City Council, is a journey. I think this is an opportunity to really collaborate with those gone before us. It's really kind of a labor of love. And now your host. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us for once again here for the Veterans Radio Show. I hope that you're having a phenomenal day. Thank you for turning in. Our Veteran Radio Show, where we talk to heroes, making the real action taking place and making things happen for a veteran community. I'm your host, Laura Torres. We want to welcome our live audience on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Amazon Live, and our podcast listeners. So thank you so much for all of your support. This is the Veteran Radio Show, and without you, we will not be able to bring in a cut across segments of impact. Thank you so much. Uh, so make sure that you hit that subscribe button and that you follow every Friday at 1 p.m. live Pacific for Eastern because we bring you the heroes who are making it happen. On this particular show, we welcome Air, U.S. Air Force veteran Jessica Schellholt live all the way from um, Alaska. Yes, all the way from Alaska. We're traveling to so and visit her and learn more about her um, attitude You creation. So she's the CEO. Jessica believes deeply in about helping people realize their authenticity. She strongly believes uh, the road to happiness is kindness and self-love. Just like here, like, you know, very, very veteran driven, of course, mission. So thank you so much, Jessica, for all that you do. She meets the challenges head on by helping break down barriers and build bridges so without further ado, let's bring Jessica. Thank you, Jessica, for joining. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much for having me. And I probably butchered your last name, so please correct me. Tell me what your last name sounds like. <laughs> it's shelf out, like pull the shelf, shelf out. out. Shelf <laughs> out. So, yes. <laughs> How's your day going? Are you enjoying? Are you enjoying your Friday? It is. It's going well. It's going really fast. I feel like I haven't done anything. Same. <laughs> Same here, yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. And and so I hope that you have it also a phenomenal day. Um, so tell me, first of all, before I get into the questions here for this segment, I want to know your life over, you are in Alaska. What's life like for you out there as a veteran? Um, well, it depends on what month it is. Sometimes it's just really cold. <laughs> Other times it's just really beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful all year round for sure. Um, but being a veteran in Alaska is great. The community is really welcoming. There's a lot of uh, a lot of veterans, very large community, and there's a lot of uh, veteran small business owners um, in Alaska. So it really is a great place um, to start a, a company. And you're, I'm very well received throughout the community, which is great. I'm on the, some of the local chamber of commerce, and I enjoy participating in a lot of the community uh, events, especially in Palmer, Alaska, which is my favorite. I heart you, Palmer. <laughs> so hello there, Palmer. So that's great. Thank you. Now tell us about you and your military story, your your lifestyle. How did it all begin? Uh, <laughs> well, how long do you have? <laughs> uh, it was as long as you need. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was Alaska, it's a beautiful point in time around this time. 
<laughs> I was 19 when I joined the military and uh, had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I just knew that I wanted to defend my country and spread freedom and do the best thing I do the best job I could with, you know, I guess just serving my country. Um, so when I moved from, I grew up in Chicago, <laughs> just outside of Chicago in Bensonville, or sorry, I lived in Wooddale, but the biggest town next to that is Bensonville. I went to high school there and then joined the military and kind of went on a whirlwind adventure. Um, I worked on the F-117 for the first four years, which was in Holloman Air Force Base, New Mexico, and there wasn't much there, nothing. They didn't even have a Walmart when I was stationed there. Whoa. How unbelievable, right? <laughs> uh, it was a great, a great base, a great assignment. I loved every minute of it and then moved to England for four years. I lived over there for four years. I had two of my daughters overseas. I was stationed at Mildenhall. It was a great assignment. And I, that's when I became part of special operations, which is my also my other heart. I love you special operations for sure. They taught me a lot. And some of those lessons were tough lessons. <laughs> I tell people often, if I'm going to learn a lesson, I'm going to do it the hard way and probably several times before I get it right. <laughs> so um, but I traveled a lot and across Europe. I spent some time in Germany, which I love Germany. And then as far as my, you know, my war fighting time, I guess we could say I went, I did a tour in Iraq. I did a tour in Kuwait and then uh, in Afghanistan before I retired. Um, and it was, you know, after England, I went to Little Rock for a year. I worked on C-130s and then I went to Florida for and part of special operations at Herbert Field and wrapped up my career there. Um, my biggest love in the military, I think, where I cut my teeth as um, an aviation hydraulics mechanic, which I that's my specialty. I cut my teeth on that and then also on becoming a human, <laughs> my, you know, my personality and growing and learning who I was destined and uh, who I was working to become. I really learned that when I was working on MH-53s helicopters with the community and the 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 group of people that were part of that was just such a part of my soul. Um, it really created uh, who I have become over the years. Wonderful. That's, that's an incredible experience that you have certainly picked up all along the way. Now tell us a little bit about Attitude U. What's that project all about? <laughs> Attitude U was kind of an accident, actually. Um, when I was stationed- A good accident, I hope. <laughs> A happy accident, like you know, Bob Ross, the painter, says happy accidents. Um, it was an excellent, uh, so it was sort of an accident that I came across Attitude U and learned that um, I wanted to change the way that people around me kind of perceived themselves, because I think like that's where really your self-perception starts and where you can look at where you're going and what kind of you know personality you really want to develop. And I think um, it really started out as Magna Lead was my, the name of my first company, which was a great company and I loved it. But it, that started out as a business consulting and I did a lot of companies and I was doing some, you know, communications classes with some upper level CEOs and management and things like that. And I really sort of, um, so I started to kind of 
learned that I wanted to step away from that. So the biggest part about what made Attitude U um, so important to me personally and how I changed from focusing on the business aspect to more of the individual was my relationship with my airmen in the, in the last part of my career. When we were all uh, very close. I loved my airmen. I stood by them and they stood by me. Most, you know, most of them. <laughs> I'm sure not everybody loved me, but <laughs> I tried to be as fair and as, as forthcoming as I could and make sure I took care of them as best I could while still, you know, you know, maintaining the mission and maintaining the integrity of the Air Force. Uh, so um, I guess what I learned was in all of the, the people that I've met uh, and counseled, I, I served as an assistant first sergeant for a while. So I had an opportunity to kind of know people on an extremely personal level. <laughs> and everybody has baggage. Everybody's got issues and problems. I mean, anybody who says that their life isn't a hot mess is probably selling something. <laughs> Absolutely. But, I mean, so we all have something to, 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 you know, fix up a little better, polish better, right? Right. And if you've stopped growing, I mean, you're probably nearly dead, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. so I'm interested in trying to um, reach out to people and make make them well, so I guess I'm trying to put into words, I guess the most important part was that changed me from focusing on a business perspective. Um, I did a lot of speaking when I was in the military, a lot of teaching classes. Um, and so getting to know people, so I'm sorry, I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, but the, so I'll go back to the first sergeant. And then I did enjoy doing that a lot. And I met people where they were. You know, I met them where they were, I understood their problems, and I tried really hard to kind of help them through their personal issues. And that's where I learned that people are just really real and they're just struggling. Everyone's struggling to get through life. It's really hard. And really, if you boil all the water off of everything and you get down to the very basics of what people are and success and happiness, I think really your attitude is is. Our, our attitude and how we perceive the world around us is really the most important piece. And so my goal is to teach people that happiness and then thereby success is really based on your attitude rather than your skill or your opportunity or even luck. So the more positivity you can spread and the more positivity you can exude, the easier it is for you to kind of find a little bit of happiness and success. I mean, even amongst our, our traumas and our baggage and all of our things. And so my, you know, it started out as a business because I was teaching in the Air Force a lot. So I started out like teaching classes and, you know, doing, I was the suicide prevention counselor. I was the first sergeant for a while. So I was really doing a lot of teaching, but as time went on, I spent towards the end of my career and being as close as I was to my airmen, there was a pen, an, uh, there was, um, unfortunately there are a lot of, it's very difficult to say this without being, without bringing the, the mood of the conversation down, but it is a really serious topic. And so for me, some, one of the most important aspects of, of reaching out and being with people is understanding where they are emotionally. And in the Air Force, especially toward the end of my career, there were several suicides, uh, active duty suicides that really shook me. You know, very, very close friends that I had talked to just days before 
you know, you know, the, the, this, the standard, everyone says, Oh my God, they would have never done that. You know, the smiley guy, the smiley girl, the people that you would have never imagined. And so that is what really kind of set me down the road of looking at, you know, what makes people do that kind of thing? How do you get to a point where you're so lost and so hopeless that that's your only option? And I've had my dark days in my life. I've had my trials and tribulations as well. So that was the catalyst that sort of shifted me from wanting to sort of rigidly teach, here's the structure, here's the class, read these and give me your notes, to maybe focusing on a little bit more about how we can reach people on a personal level and explain to them that maybe help them understand that really your perception of the world around you creates your self-image and your self-image creates your attitude, which in tune creates how happy you are. Creates so you, really, right? Yeah. <laughs> it really was born out of a sense of duty to these people to, to do the best I could to help. Yeah, that's 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 wonderful. Thank you for sharing those, uh, you know, challenges and, and sharing the personal story. Uh, definitely, you know, sorry you had to go through that, um, but it it is uh, it's a great way that you have turned those circumstances and you turn them around to to create positive change for those around you. So thank you so much. And let, let me pause right there, Jessica, so that I can acknowledge our audience. Uh, we're talking to Jessica Schulfout. Schul Schulfout. There you go. She's all the way. She's the CEO and creator of Attitude You. Uh, Jessica cares deeply about helping people realize their authenticity. She strongly believes uh, the road to happiness is kindness and self-love, just the way she explained to us her story and how she got here to create Attitude, Attitude You. So thank you for all of that impact, Jessica, that you're doing. I also want to acknowledge our sponsor for today is Boca Raton Painting, Painting Lima Paint Boca Raton all the way down to the other side of the coast. So see, today we're coast to coast, big time. So we want to thank uh, Lima Painting, Boca Return for their support for this segment. Thank you so much. Now, resuming back to you, Jessica, I want to ask you, early on, you mentioned you first created another project. You had another company. And then, of course, you then now shifted to added to you. But what sort of challenges would you say you have faced early on in your business roadmap? Uh, that's a great question. And I think that probably, you know, taking time to reflect on that as a business owner throughout your career is important because it develops some self-growth, which is great. Uh, my hardest challenge, I think, was retiring from the military. I started um, I started MagnaLead, which was the precursor to Attitude U. I started it while I was still in the military. I was about two years from retirement through, well, maybe four years from retirement when I really really started in two years when I started to really jump in and start that business and, and move forward. Um, the hardest part was, I don't know if a lot of people talk about it, but I, my retirement really led me down a road of into the unknown. The military was everything that I knew for 22 years. You know, I, it was the first real job career I had. I joined when I was 19. So it was everything that I knew. All my personal relationships were based on the military. All my friends were part of the military. So I, I did kind of take some time to reevaluate and maybe I got a little lost when I retired. And I think that was my biggest challenge because I tried to find what meant something to me after I retired. Since my Air Force career was what meant something to me for 22 years, 
it was time for me to figure out, okay, that's over. That chapter is closed. What means something to me now? And really looking back and making and, and helping people understand that, you know, I didn't start my Air Force career out with the best attitude. I was the airman with the chip on her shoulder who couldn't be told what to do, who couldn't be given instructions without saying, I know a hundred times. <laughs> so, but my personal growth definitely helped me through some of the darkest points of my life. And I want to continue to um, help people to get through to that. And so it's very humble. That's very humble of you to acknowledge that, <laughs> to acknowledge that, you know, how you began your career and as a younger self, which then brings me to the next question to ask you, what would you tell your younger self what you know now that you, that you did not know back then? What would you tell yourself? The younger <laughs> Jessica, the airman, since you, you, you sort of mentioned you joined in with a different attitude as well as you, you are where you are now. I would have to say that is an excellent question. Self-reflection is one of the things that I focus on in my in my talks when I do uh, speaking engagements with Attitude You. Um, I would say authenticity. I would have looked myself in the face and said, Jessica, just be your real self. <laughs> because as we grow up in this world, you know, society sort of shapes us and tells us who we're supposed to be based on what new shoe is hot on the market or what, you know, how your marriage is supposed to go or how your friendships are supposed to go. What car should you drive? What job should you have? We kind of get told those things all of our lives as we grow up. And, you know, it's hard to sort through all of that and figure out, you know, what do I truly care about? Not what am I being told to care about, but what do I want? What do I believe? And I think I would have told myself to really pay attention, ask myself those hard questions, you know, do I really want this red, shiny BMW that I've been thinking I want for 10 years? Is that really me? You know, and I think finally, I spent a long time living a very inauthentic life. I guess inauthentic, unauthentic, I don't know how you say that, but a non-authentic life. And I think finally, right. once I figured out what I truly believed in and where I, you know, and I, I think you have to get over some fear too. Like there was fear there with me figuring out like I'm start striking out on my own. These are the things that I like and don't like, and I don't want to be told. And then to go against the grain and say, no, I don't like that, you know, mainstream song because it has a bunch of cuss words in it or for whatever reason, this is just an example, but to stand up for yourself and to say, no, I don't like that. Or yes, I do like that in the face of maybe someone saying that's bad is it can be scary. So getting past that personal fear for me was a, big growing point and under, to, that led me to understand that your being your authentic self is the only self, the best self for sure. There you go. Thank you. And thank you for being your authentic self and sharing what a great positive message for our community, which I would love to be able to encourage them to put the comments or the questions for you, as well as for you to tell us, how can we support you farther? How can we support this great mission that you have um, for our community? Well, um, Attitude U uh, is, you know, always growing, always changing, always evolving because I'm always growing, changing and evolving. And so um, I would like to, I'm trying to take a step out and to become a national uh, level is the, my next, my next step. 
So, and I love to travel, so that works out. <laughs> I do a lot of speaking engagements. Um, I also like to have classes uh, for younger kids where teenagers, where I can get some of the local business leaders together and we all talk about, maybe we'll have one of the, the tax pro talk about how to file your taxes or the you know, the uh, cleaning lady that's been in the right. business for 20 years and she tells them, this is how I started and makes people understand that there's more out there than just what you're being told, what you're being seen, what's your, what's your, what you're seeing in your little environment, your little world, there's more out there. And so I'd also like to, you know, challenge people to, um, you know, ask me, you know, to, for, you know, to, I guess, ask me to help in any way that I can. I like to, I, speaking engagements is basically what I do. I do a lot of motivational stuff, but where my heart truly is, is team building events and group retreats. I do a lot of staff retreats. Um, team building is a big part of what I do because I believe building a an understanding of being part of something bigger than yourself leads to a more clear understanding of your authentic, your authenticity, who you are, because when you're part of a group, you can kind of start to see, hey, I like this. I don't like that. You know, there's there's other environmental factors that you can kind of see and and to decide what you what you agree with and what you don't agree with. Sure. So, yeah. So, so hire me for your speaking engagements or for your your office retreats. I do still do office retreats. It is more of a focus on personal development, um, positivity, attitude and basically self-discovery, mindfulness, and finding our authentic, our authentic voice is really what I try to help people do. There you go. Thank you. So then how can we get a hold of you? What is the best way for our audience or those that may want to hire you, uh, bring you on board for to share your expertise, get a hold of you? What is the best well, way? Well, right now it's just by my cell phone because I'm in the middle of redoing my website. Like I said, I changed to sure thing. so um so 907-390-0110 is my cell phone and you can call me anytime and i would love to just talk to you if you're a veteran if you're you know looking for somebody that maybe you know teach your your group of people your your group of employees how to really find their true voice and and um be a better and more productive part of the team. That's definitely something that I would love to do, but reach out and email me. You can email me at jessica.shelfout at gmail.com. And I'm sure I'll be putting out some more information about when my new website is available. It should be available in the next 60 days or so. And I look forward to serving as, I look forward to serving others as well as I can and spreading the idea that success and happiness are really based on attitude. Fantastical. Thank you. And we definitely look forward to also any of money who's uh, for some reason, you know, doesn't didn't write it down or, or, or listens to this through our podcast. Just please be sure that you reach out directly to us and we'll make sure that you get a hold of Jessica uh, and, uh, and get connected with her so you can utilize and, and take advantage of the services and her great skills. Now, what's next for Jessica? What is our call to action after this? What, what, what should we find you next or, um, what would you be doing in the next few years, months, if you have thought about that? I have. Besides your website. Besides your website. <laughs> I have. I have. That's a good question. And thank you. I'm going to be starting to bring my my company national and meet people where they are. I'd like, I love to travel and um, that's where I'd like to do that. And I'm also going to, I have a, a teen retreat 
that I'm doing in the summer up in Alaska. So like I said before about the local business owners that come out and talk about you know taxes or how to fix a car, you know, how to balance a checkbook, that kind of thing. So I'm going to be doing a teen retreat with some of the local business owners here in Palmer, Alaska. So that's coming and there'll be more to follow about that. Um, and then also I plan on doing another one in Florida, hopefully uh, two years from now. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Jessica. Thank you for coming over and for sharing with you all of your great insight uh, about positive attitude and uh, just positive overall, you know, being being humble to walk up front and move forward in a good uh, with a good mindset. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's definitely been my pleasure and fabulous meeting you. I can't wait to have a continue building your relationship with you. Absolutely. Thank you. And all of you out there, thank you so much for joining us. That's all the time we have today. So, but continue to post your questions if you watch the replay. Thank you. We'll see you next Friday with another guest. And most importantly, make sure that you take that good positive thought that here Jessica just infused into our community and go on and connect, support, and help other veterans. Thank you so much for all of your services. And we'll see you next Friday. Thank you to our sponsor, um, Line Painting of Boca Raton. Thank you for all of their support. We'll see you next Friday. Thank you.